0: Oh, man you know it's been a while but it's time to let's, let's, let's talk about another episode of K-On
1: let's talk about K-On again
0: man after school tea time is back at it again <laughs> you know they did like three training trips but I think it's time for another wait, excuse me hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on. I'm getting a phone call hello Hmm. yes uh-huh oh, okay I see all right, thank you very much. I am being told this is an episode of Jared and I watch Love Live. Mm-hmm. It's season one, episode number ten. I'm Jared. That's Doc Allen Ladium. Hello. And we're talking about no senpai allowed. This isn't K on.
1: It's not K on.
0: Although it basically seems like it.
1: It's basically K on.
0: We were discussing this during this episode, and like. There's a lot of this first season that just kind of feels like, man. If you've watched K on already, you know the beats of what's happening. Yep. It's going to take a different turn, I think, once we get into these last three episodes. But like the first ten have been like, man, this is uh, this is definitely a formula you're using,
1: like including the fact that Umi is basically Mio. Mhm. But yeah, we're we have a we have a K on trope coming up hmm And this episode, this very episode that you're listening to right this second.
0: This one indeed. Uh so we begin this episode. And it's hot. Man, it's a hot one.
1: Oh my god.
0: Uh and they don't want to go out and, and practice in the heat. Cause it's too hot. I don't blame them. Nico's like, oh God, I can't you can't make me go out there. It's hot. Hot. Uh, hanukkah is like, what if we went on a training trip?
1: Who's gonna pay for that? Who's on
0: a training camp. And she's like, Kotori, when do you get paid next? <laughs> Kotori's like, uh. And he's like, you can't let Kotori pay for it. What are you doing? <laughs> and then like someone's like, oh, what about Maki? She has probably has one. And like, oh, Maki, you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> what if you let us go and they're like we can't bully Maki into letting us go and then everyone gives her like puppy dog (laughs) eyes and then she's like Pitsini I guess
1: he's like yeah I mean we do have a beach house
0: I'll ask my parents (laughs) I guess
1: it's not like a want to or anything
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's very good
1: yep sorry I had to.
0: Uh, so they get ready to go. They're all like gathered together, and Ellie comes up with the idea that they should no, no, none of the upperclassmen should have honorifics attached to them, or basically, no one should have honorifics attached to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We should all be equals for the duration of the trip. Which kind of goes well here and there, but still, some people slip up here and there because obviously it's very foreign to them.
1: Yeah, and then they get stink eyes when they forget
0: no no don't say that
1: <laughs>
0: it's basically how it goes
1: yeah basically
0: so yeah we go to Maki's beach house which is very big Mm-hmm. everyone is very impressed
1: Hanukkah's like rolling around in a bed
0: she is definitely rolling around in a bed
1: saying that she's gonna claim that one
0: Ren follows suit
1: <laughs> yep as you do
0: mm-hmm uh, they look through Maki's kitchen. They're like, "You have a personal chef," <laughs> and she's like, "What? Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't?"
1: That's pretty normal, right?
0: Yeah, Nico's like,
1: Ugh! "What do you mean?" I've never cooked a day in my life because <laughs> I also have a private chef.
0: There's a <clears throat> there's a very specific like moment you see Nico kind of like get antsy about like. The way Maki is kind of with how, like, you know, with, with, with her rich privilege, I guess is the way to describe it. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a reason, there's going to be kind of a reason for that. I don't know how well they pay it off, but there's a reason why she kind of gets a little like antsy about like all of this.
1: I mean, I can understand that though. Like, I I'm uncomfortable when I'm like, oh God, this person is like way higher class than me and I'm in their house <laughs> and I don't deserve to be here.
0: Welcome to class warfare, but I think like with Nico's situation specifically, like it'll make more sense once we get there. Okay. And once they kind of like show it off, because yeah, there's definitely a class disparity between these two characters.
1: All right.
0: Um, but yeah, they they show off off the the place and everything, and then they're like, oh, "All right, let's get ready to practice." And Umi brings out this entire chart of like what they're going to do. And everyone's like, what? That's so much work. We can't do all that. What if we just went and played instead? <laughs> and Umi's like, no, we're going to practice. What do you mean you're gonna play? We came here to practice. And everyone's like, oh, look! Look over there, Umi! And Umi's like, what are you trying to make me look at? And like most of them just run away. <laughs> the classic. <laughs> and then like, Ellie, Nozomi, and Maki are just all standing there and it's like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> and then we get like this weird butt shot of Ellie.
1: Yeah, that was. Uh, which is weird. Uh, it made me uncomfortable.
0: Very unnecessary.
1: There's so much more fan service in mm-hmm. this than there is in Sunshine. Like, it's gross.
0: I think it's it's one of the things where like they thought they needed to do that to like, to get people to watch it or to keep people invested essentially. And then by the time you get to sunshine they kind of like, oh, we don't really need to do this cuz people will people will get into this.
1: I guess.
0: It's it, it's it, it is it's one of those cheap tactics that works.
1: Yeah, I just so, hate it I just hate it so much.
0: And like when you are a brand new franchise vying for attention in a very crowded space that is anime in the early 2010s, like Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Not to, not to say it's good or anything, but like I get why they would do this. Um so yeah, we see various beach activities like Kotori headshotting people with a water gun. <laughs> that's that's that is a thing. Uh they run around, do all their stuff, they play with a beach ball. Nico at one point just like goes goes to Maki and He's like, Hey, can I sit here with you? And Maki's like, I don't care, sure. And Nico's like, Oh yes, of course. Oh god, I'm so short. I'm so short compared to her. No. <laughs> the struggle.
1: Dude. <laughs> I I feel that feel. I I know what it's like, man.
0: <laughs> um, I think we might talk about this later when we get to these the season finale, but is Nico really the best character in this series?
1: Nico's the best character in the original love Live, yes easily
0: yeah yeah that's what i mean
1: yes no contest
0: <laughs> she's such a gremlin
1: she is a gremlin and i love that i love how gremlin she is
0: and i think the dub does a good job of like she's the one character who cusses yeah even though like it's still very like pg cussing but still like of course she would be the one
1: yeah i mean if, if anyone was gonna say stuff that she says like yeah it, it would be her it's her. Yeah. Just fine.
0: Uh, and then they I throw a ball her. at her face. Poor gal. <laughs> uh, after that they go back to the house. Uh, Maki's going to go shopping and she's like, I'll go by myself. I know where it is. And Nozomi goes with her because she's Nozomi and she is an instigator. Nozomi basically is trying to like get Maki to come out of her shell because mm-hmm. Maki's still kind of like reserved and like doesn't really want to get attached to everyone. And Nozomi's, like, just trying to find, like, little ways to, like, peel those layers out of her. Like, if, if if Nozomi wasn't as, like, didn't have, like, half of her character be, like, a lecherous creep. Yeah. She would be a much better character. <laughs> because, like, I think, like, she is, like, the weird instigator that also is kind of, like, is needed for this group. Because you need someone to kind of, like, push people forward in ways that they may not necessarily do so. And, like, obviously she is very much... She was very much behind the scenes before she even joins of, like, trying to, like, make sure things go well for, for Muse and everything. hmm But then you have that other side of her that just sucks.
1: Yeah, it sucks really bad.
0: It's like, you could do so much more with this character and not let, it, like, literally half of the character be just... Lecherous? Yes. So that, so yeah, they go shopping and everything. Also, Maki's in like a pantsuit.
1: Yeah, she looks like she's <laughs> like a businesswoman from 1987. What it's the like, heck?
0: Why, why is that your casual attire?
1: It's so weird.
0: I'm rich. That's essentially, it. Uh, they get back and they uh they're going to cook dinner. And like Kotori's like, I was going to cook dinner, but I was kind of being slow about it. And then Nico's like, I'll do it. <laughs> and you just like see Nico just like. <sighs> Just going ham on the cooking. Like, I, I, I'm glad they don't go with, like, the the very traditional trope of, like, oh, she's a girl. She can't cook right. Oh, yeah. Type of thing. And she's like, I'm going to cook this stuff. It's going to be great. You're all going to like it. I'm going to cook enough for you. There we go. And also, they're like, give her a crap. because like, didn't you say earlier you've never cooked a day in your life? And she's like, oh, crap. That- uh. Idols need to learn how to cook a meal or two, clearly. This is just this is just what you got to do. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, that's a 180." Yep. Uh, she also gives Hario just like a giant bowl of rice.
1: <laughs> you know what? I support that. I I absolutely support that.
0: Which she is a rice gremlin, so like that makes sense.
1: I I I relate.
0: Nico looking out for her fellow her fellow idols. It's like, "Hey, that girl likes rice. I'll make her a bunch of rice." I, I need somebody you. who
1: would make me a lot of rice in life. Like, honestly, I, I need that. Somebody Somebody made me lots of rice. That'd be
0: cool. <laughs> uh, they all eat and everything, and then Hanukkah basically goes to sleep. <laughs> and we're like, we, we should practice. But, like, everyone has conflicting ideas of what they want to do. So, basically, they kind of come to the conclusion, hey, what if we just go to bed? We'll get up tomorrow, and we'll go practice. Mm-hmm. And we'll do that. So, they go take a bath... And I was surprised that this was not a fan service scene. Same. It was just like, "Hey, we're going to take a bath together. Hey, we're bathing together. This is cool, right? All right, now we're going to bed."
1: I was very shocked. <laughs> it's that it was very
0: shocking. Because that's like, if you're going in that route, like that is the place to do it. Yep. I'm like, nah.
1: Which I'm glad they they went that. way. Yeah. Point. Like, oh, wow. Wasn't it's very shocking.
0: It. Uh, they all set out their, their futons to go to bed. And Maki's like, why are we doing this? We have beds here. <laughs> They're like, no, no, this is a school trip, clearly. We gotta do this. It's tradition. <laughs> so they go to bed. Uh and Ohonoko's like, Hey, are you asleep? <laughs> I can't sleep. I'm just wired. I love there's a shot where like her and Kotori are like talking to each other, and Umi is just asleep, just like, I'm going to power sleep through this. If they keep talking, I don't care, I'm going to sleep. Yep. it's so good.
1: It's really good.
0: Uh, So that happens, uh... Nozomi tries to talk to Maki for a bit, and then you hear, like, crunching, and Hanukkah's just, like, sh- snacking.
1: Eating chips or something?
0: I'm having a midnight snack, it might help me sleep. <laughs> And they, like, turn the lights on and see her doing this, and everyone's like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Nico wakes up and, like, looks over and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, because she's wearing, like, a face mask and everything, which is weird, because, like, why would they be shocked by that?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: And then eventually this all turns into a pillow fight. Yep. Because Nozomi throws a pillow at Nico and KOs her for a bit. And is like, oh my gosh, Maki, why would you do that? Monkey's like, huh? <laughs> so like, they just start pillow fighting. And then you just see Umi just like power sleeping still through all of this.
1: Yep. She's like, ugh.
0: And then she gets hit by two pillows and then wakes up. And she just like. I thought we were going to bed because we were going to practice in the morning. And they're like, oh god. (laughs) And it starts obliterating people.
1: Yep. It's over. Yep. You're done goofed.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And then they fall asleep. Yep. Uh, And then the episode ends. (laughs)
1: um there was a part in this uh though that like at one point somebody was like oh hanukkah you love sleep and i'm like same yes (laughs) but uh yeah we uh
0: we've tear torn down the walls between grades
1: we have clearly I-, I was going to try and make like a Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall joke, but then I was trying to figure out like who would I even say that about? I guess Ellie, because she's Russian. It's true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the joke's gone now.
0: Well, there you go. Ripped. You tried.
1: I did. I tried very hard.
0: Uh, we got some trivia if you want to talk about some trivia.
1: Yeah, let's, let's talk about some trivia. Uh,
0: several aspects of this episode pay homage to Natsuyo Egao Day 1 2 Jump. This music video that was the third single that came out in 2011, it's in Nico Center." Notable similarities between the music video and the anime include Maki sitting, sitting under the shade while the other members play by the sea. Nico stealing the watermelon away from Hanio while they play "Smash the Watermelon." <laughs> it's just funny because like she does that, they're like, "Oh, that's just Nico." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gremlin.
0: Uh, and the girls viewing the horizon of the sea together, a sunset in the music video and a sunrise in the anime. Also, it is revealed that Nico puts cucumbers on her face, calling it a beauty treatment because, sure.
1: I mean, that's a normal beauty treatment. That's like a, a thing. It's it's not unusual. Yeah. <laughs> whatevs.
0: So, Just yeah. Just like,
1: reduce puffiness of your eyes. She's an idol. Yeah. I mean, like, I can understand, given what they do, that, like, she cares about her appearance. Yeah. I don't think it's that shocking.
0: Like her specifically, yeah. yeah. 100%. Huh. But Anyways, next time we will be discussing season one, episode number 11. It's called The Greatest Life Performance.
1: Whoa.
0: And uh, it's the start of some drama.
1: Drama, Llama. Because,
0: you know, we really haven't had any this whole series yet. Yeah. Gotta have some. And instead of, you know, third year drama, what if we had some. Second year drama.
1: Done. So that's
0: what we're going to talk about next time. But for now, if you would like more from us, go to seasonalammercheckup.com or sac.cools, where you can find past episodes of this podcast. and other podcasts like seasonalammercheckup and Jared. And now, what? That's this podcast. Seasonalammercheckup. Yay. Okay. <laughs> and you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Aunt go to AuntLady.com. She's so got columns and reviews. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash checkup. Mm-hmm. So join us next time as things are going to take a turn.
1: No kidding.